This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. Get yourself All right, so we've been looking at the jobs picture from a number of angles. Excited to talk about it with our next guest. She's back with us, Becky Frankwitz, president of Manpower Group North America, joining us on the phone from Chicago. Becky, Happy New Year. Great to have you back with us. Happy New Year, Jason. Thank you. All right. So break this down for us from the perspective of someone you're talking to CEOs all the time. It's a pretty good gig for workers right now, huh? In fact, I would say that 2020 is shaping up to be the year of the American worker. I mean, today's jobs report showed that the U.S. labor market finished 2019 on solid footing. And yes, it is a declining rate of growth, but make no mistake, it's still growth. 111 months of consecutive job growth and our longest economic expansion on record. So we think 2020 is the year of the American worker. Okay, but why do I know people who are either out of work or looking for full-time work? I mean, it still feels like there's some disconnect uh, within the data points versus the reality of the labor force. Yeah, so Carol, I'd say the disconnect, if there, you know, and there are pockets of disconnect, it's really driven by skills, you know, the haves and have-nots. And that's why, you know, one of the biggest pieces of advice we're given to CEOs today is to change the dialogue around upskilling to action. We have to action upskilling. The people who are out of work are either, you know, looking for something that they're not qualified for and they have to upskill for it, or they're not finding their match. And so we have to help connect workers to jobs. Our economic growth depends on it. And so are companies having to do new and different things? Because I have to say, Becky, I've been a little bit obsessed. Carol has been rightly giving me a little bit of a hard time about Taco Bell. Uh, well, no, but it's, uh, I think it's a big story. The $100,000 yeah. uh, manager, you know, what are we to make of moves like that? And is that is that just a good sign or does that signal something more fundamentally changing? Yeah, so, you know, you, you touch on a couple of things. First, I'd say, you know, what we're telling CEOs is they have to rethink their own expectations for roles. And that includes what you're talking about, which is wages. It includes location. You know, the fastest growing non-wage benefit is remote working, fastest growing non-wage benefit. So letting people work where they want to work. And it also means that we have to rethink what's required for a job versus what's desired for a job. You know, almost 90% of IT jobs in our country require an IT degree, and yet 40% have them. And so we're starting to see employers, you know, relax what they had as required and really thinking about what's desired. And we have to do more of that. All right. So um, in terms of the educational system that's out there, I mean, what's lacking in kind of getting us from A to B here? Yeah, it's, it's about a time horizon. You know, the idea that education and um, income are two mutually exclusive, you know, events that is what, you know, probably the three of us all grew up with. That is an old idea. Today's idea is you earn while you learn, you earn on the job, and that we think about not the skills that you have, but the, the adjacent skills that you may bring to a job that you've never done before. So what you can do in the future has less to do than the jobs you've had in the past and much more to do with your capabilities. And we have to start thinking of human beings as talent. We have talent, and what can this talent do for us? And it's not defined by their, you know, their degree that they got or by the last you know, two jobs they had. Well, and, you know, in this era of the gig economy and all of those different things, I mean, we are thinking about work 
I hope in a much more humane way, you would like to think that maybe uh, this could signal some changes, you know, and, and you talk about things even down to, you know, defining the workday, the work week, right? So we have, the other thing we talk to CEOs about is challenge the traditional definition of a workday because employees are challenging that definition. So it's a skilled workers market and people want to consume work the way they consume in the rest of their lives. So think about, you know, Amazon Prime, much like online shopping, you know, you get to choose when you work, where you work, how you work. And our, and that's why, you know, our data is showing that the fastest growing non-wage benefit is remote working. People, employees want to call the shots and the lack of supply and the increase of demand gives them that opportunity. All right. So, Becky, just to be slightly cynical here, is this just a moment in time where maybe some things change for a bit, but if the labor market does loosen up a little bit and there are less, there's sort of less fervor around this, do, do we sort of revert back? Or do you think there are some fundamental changes underneath this? Well, Jason, I would totally agree with the, the hypothesis, except that our country reached a century low in population growth at the end of 2019, a 100-year low. And so even if the labor market lessens up a bit, which that would benefit a lot of people, even if that happens, we still do not have the incoming population to support the growth we need in the future. So I, I continue to see this idea that you know the, the power has shifted to employee versus pl employer playing out in our future. I also, though, wonder, though, if there's not enough workers, if you want to grow the economy, there's a couple ways to do it. It's either increase productivity or increase the size of the workforce. And if we don't do it, you know, we're kind of stuck here. Totally agree. So the idea of bringing more and more people in off the sidelines, it's a critical piece. And, and you know, Carol, you talked about knowing people that are, that are you know, looking for work or out yeah. of work. Employers have to work to understand what is it going to take. You know, wages continue to defy logic. Um, we haven't seen overall wage growth. Now, we are seeing wage growth in, you know, high-demand skills like STEM, but we're not seeing overall wage growth. And the argument is is because we're not seeing productivity increase. But the true argument is human beings will drive economic growth for our country, and we have to bring more into the workforce. All right. Great stuff. Uh, good work that you're doing out there. Becky Frankowitz, president of Manpower Group North America, giving us a, a really nice holistic view, I feel like, of this new sort of empowered worker uh, out there. Clearly, she knows what she's talking about, given what they do for a living. Except what's interesting is I feel like I have a lot of conversations of people that don't feel empowered as a worker. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's fascinating well, to hear her. Maybe they should be uh, trying to work at Taco Bell. <laughs> $100,000, general manager, and all the tacos you can eat. I'm in. Are yeah. you in, Jason yeah. Kelly? You know I love tacos. <laughs> you are so in.